Though where loose change makes something of itself deal. Because only at McDonald's can a stop at the toll booth turn into an, an impromptu breakfast stop. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? It's hard to beat any size McCafe iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. But pairing it with the new cheese Danish is a good way to try. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about Jeff Bezos in Blue Origin. Now, if you're not familiar with Blue Origin, if you don't really know what it is, it's Jeff Bezos's space company. He is making gigantic rockets that will send people to space. And they're working on getting three more flights, at least by the end of this year. So they don't have a working rocket ship that can send people to space yet. But Blue Origin is developing the new Shepard rocket system to send tourists past the edge of space to allow them to float in zero G. Now, this is a pretty cool thing. Space tourism is going to be one component of Blue Origin's business model. Blue Origin will eventually send people to other places like the ISS, the moon, Mars, etc. And, you know, that's the overall plan for these rockets. It's not to think small. Jeff Bezos, as we all know, thinks very, very large. He's been on record in the past saying that he wants humanity to move all production off of planet Earth and onto the moon. So these rockets that they're building right now, this is the beginning to all of that. This is the stepping stone. This is the foundation that they're laying to get humans to work on the moon and to get manufacturing all the horrible stuff that you don't like. Like you drive down the road in your car and you see a factory with a bunch of smoke coming out of it. He wants to send that up to the moon. Anything that's like strip mining that we can get from the moon that we could get on Earth He wants to send people there or robots there and machines there to do that kind of work because it's better for our planet. And possibly you could do it for cheap and you could do it for, you know, you could just strip away the moon, right? Like nobody has real mineral rice to the moon, do they? And that's what Jeff Bezos is banking on. You can get a lot of stuff from the moon. You can get hydrogen. You can get oxygen. You can get H2O so you can get water so you can mine those things when you get to the moon and you can sell them to other people. You can sell them to SpaceX, you can sell them to NASA, ESA, etc. So that's what overall, that's what the plan of Blue Origin is all about. Long term, long, long term. This isn't going to be this year. This is long term. So the company 
hopes to fly people on New Shepard by the end of this year, but has said on Tuesday that it expects to test fly the rocket at least two more times before that happens. We only have a few months left in this year. So September, okay, we're almost done with September, October, November, December. So about three-ish months, right? That's not that much time to launch three rockets. One rocket per month, and Blue Origin hasn't been doing that. So this is a real big step up in their process of launching. So they want to send a crew up into space by the end of this year. And they want to send the tourism rocket at least two times more uh, before they put people on it. And this isn't just going to be, you know, the this doesn't start their tourism at the end of this year is what I'm trying to say. This starts human spaceflight testing. They have to do a lot of testing before it's going to be rated for you and me and other people that are probably rich, not us, to uh, go to the edge of space, look down on the Earth, float around for a little bit, and then come back down to our Mother Earth, our Gaia, if you will, and return safely. Because they have to return safely. That's why they're doing all these tests. Two more tests of the rocket, and then people will jump on board and do, uh, you know, testy things, so to speak, when we're up in, in, uh, up in the atmosphere, up high, up into space, running the edge of space. I'm not sure how high these people are going to be going, uh, but, you know, it's a test. So we'll get to that eventually when they release that information. Now, I want to tell you real quick about a sponsor that I have. It's called Audible. So check out Audible in the show notes. Audible is a place where you can get audiobooks. If you like podcasts, you'll love audiobooks because you can read your favorite books while you're driving, while you're on the train, while you're commuting, right before you go to bed. And I listen to books before I go to bed and it calms me down before I fall asleep. It's really great. You learn things. You osmosisize as you sleep. I absolutely awesome. Check the show notes. There's a link there for you. Uh, and, you know, it's free. So you get two free audiobooks. Pretty cool deal. Now, thank you for checking that out. So the company, uh, Blue Origin, has developed New Shepard's rocket system for space tourism. And Blue Origin is still hoping to fly people on New Shepard by the end of this year. But if they don't get to that, because their other two test flights don't really go as well as planned or they find some things that they want to tweak well they don't really have any reason to do it by the end of this year you know those when some people say okay let's push for the best let's push hard let's do this like there's a there's a time that we have to push hard and that's right now that's what they're doing they're trying to get three rockets up by the end of the year so blue origin filed an application for its next test flight with the fcc on tuesday the filing is for flight number 12 of the new Shepard Space Launch booster and capsule and has an operational window beginning in November. That's not necessarily when Blue Origin will next launch New Shepard, though. It's the earliest time that they could with federal approvals. So November flight number 12, it's going to be pushing it to get three flights by the end of this year. New Shepard would launch six passengers on a ride past the edge of space, though, once they get this thing approved, and they would float in zero G for 10 minutes before returning to Earth. And this rocket's capsule features really big windows, which will give a awesome, awesome view of our planet. 
know, pretty much every astronaut that's ever been off planet has said, once you see the planet from up on high, from, you know, once you can see the curve of earth, um, that it changes your perspective on things and you feel a complete different sense of self. So space tourism is going to be pretty cool for that reason alone and to get us deeper into space. So um, there's some stuff going on. The CEO, Bob Smith, has talked about the first crewed flight of New Shepard happening. Well, he's, he started talking about it, uh, that it was going to happen in 2018. But it was pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. They need to do new technology. They had to fix some things. But in an interview with CNBC on Tuesday, he explained why Blue Origin has delayed the first crewed flight and continued to test. It's really the robustness of our entire system, he said. It's not one individual thing that's driving these delays. It's us being cautious and thorough with the total systems we need to verify. Now, Blue Origin takes a completely different way than uh, somebody like SpaceX, who pushes really hard all the time. You know, they have a goal in mind and they're going to go for it and they're going to fail hard. And if they fail hard, they're going to fix whatever failed. And then they're going to go for it harder and harder. And that's why we have SpaceX now landing rockets before Blue Origin, right? Blue Origin, kind they take it slow and steady, right? They want to get everything right. They want to be meticulous about it, but they also want to charge ahead once all these things get ready. And he noted that Blue Origin has been pushing the limits of its software and hardware recently in testing its BE-3 rocket engine for extreme and unexpected situations. And he said, when we came back from our seventh mission in December of 2017, we actually came back with a new booster as well as a new capsule configuration. Between the seventh flight and subsequent flights, we've not only introduced another pair of boosters and capsules, but we've also introduced a series of improvements to that overall configuration that allows us to have higher confidence that the design is robust. So they're configuring, they're fixing, they're engineering, they're sciencing this thing so much that they know that once they launch these few rockets by the end of this year, they're going to be in a really good spot to launch people by the end of this year. Couldn't happen in December. November, we could see a launch November 1st. That's the earliest. Then we could see one late November, and then we could have one in December with people on board. That would be absolutely amazing. And I can't wait for all this to happen because this really starts pushing the boundaries of uh, private space companies. SpaceX is the top dog right now in that realm. And if Blue Origin starts to push the boundaries, we got ourselves a uh, good old-fashioned fight in the uh, space race, a new space race, a private space race, possibly. So my friends, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been tuning in. And I want to say thank you for subscribing to the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please hit that subscribe button because I put these out every single day. And if you want the latest space news, just tune in. And I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon. When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing? 
You heed the call of fall because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also, you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 